Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to the voice of Christian Liberty and Homeschools.org, the radio ministry emanating from our beautiful 12-acre campus and historic 200,000-square-foot building in the heart of Arlington Heights. For over 54 years, this ministry has continued to build upon the historical riches of God's wisdom and knowledge and the labors of hundreds of faithful servants. If you are looking for a God-honoring school, consider Christian Liberty Academy. Students attend our on-campus academy in Arlington Heights, coming from all over Chicagoland. We are minutes from the Metra train line. And parents, if you are desiring to nurture your children in your home with a Christ-centered curriculum, we serve thousands of families throughout the world through our home education program and services. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. You are about to hear from the depths and archives of this historically rich and yet culturally relevant institution as we seek to inspire and encourage you in your walk of faith. Get ready to hear your host, speaker, teacher, and author, Audrey Marie Hessler. Welcome, friends. This is Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty. I'm so glad you're listening today. I'm continuing a series with my special guest, Ellen Longabaugh. She's the class coordinator of customer service and a curriculum specialist, and she's a wise woman of God. And so as we have her share thoughts, we can bless others. And the series we're talking about is a homeschool series, but friends, maybe you just don't have any interest in the homeschool or, or a need, but I think you can still learn something from today and perhaps share it on with someone else, maybe a friend, a family member, or just store it in your mind for someday maybe you can help another person. So today we're going to talk about how do I set up a homeschool day. And I'm going to start out with this verse. My son or daughter, certainly God's talking to his children, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave your heart. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. That's Proverbs 3 verses 1 through 8. And I chose that verse because it just fits so well with homeschooling. Don't forget God's teachings, keep his commands, and then look at the blessings that you'll receive. And certainly that's what my guest Ellen would affirm. So welcome again, Ellen Longabell. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Well, you know, you share so much wisdom and you help so many people with the knowledge you have. And so today we're going to talk about how do I set up a homeschool day? And Ellen, we came up with the idea we're going to have it in two parts. There's a traditional homeschool day and a non-traditional. That's sort of the simple way of breaking it up. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the traditional homeschool day. Right. What does that do? What does that look like? So the traditional way to homeschool would be very similar to any brick-and-mortar school, which most people are familiar with. 
Most people have gone through school, and so they're more familiar with that. That's a Monday through Friday school, probably. Well, some are 8.30 to 3.30, although around the country it might be different. I've heard 7.30 to 3.30. Depends on the way the school, and of course, whether it's elementary, junior high, or high school. And um, we're just looking at following what the local school does. You know, it's interesting, Ellen, when you said uh, a, a common day might be 8.30 to 3.30. In a Chicagoland school, and there might be others, they have switched it to reverse of when I was in high school. The youngest kids get up the earliest, and the high school kids start later. Wow. And when I heard this, I thought, the high school kids are starting an hour after you. And the person said they were told that they couldn't get the high school kids to wake up. (laughs) (laughs) So you know that's why we're getting a lot of parents who went to homeschool, because they have a different idea in their mind about what their children should be doing, even though traditional homeschooling does offer the opportunity to have a traditional day. Absolutely. 8.30 to 3.30. Absolutely. So what about subjects, materials? How does a traditional day look like? Probably um, most people use very typical textbook, workbook, things like that. And it would go similar to what is in school, 40 to possibly tops 50 minutes for subject. Um, and then you just keep going through the subjects till you've hit all of them in one, in one day. Now, because you're homeschooling, as opposed to a brick-and-mortar school or the regular schools where there's anywhere, you know, the poor teachers have anywhere from 15 to 30 students, you're homeschooling maybe one or two or three, tops four to ten. You're not going to have that problem of quieting a class down, getting them ready for their next subject. So the homeschooling is going to go faster, quicker, In most instances, there's going to be some where it's going to be slower, you know, depending on the student's abilities. But basically, they're going to go through a little bit of each subject every day. That works for most. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, people really have to follow their heart and follow what God is leading them to do. Exactly, and that's why I started out with that scripture that this is about, and for us as a Christian homeschooling program, And I'm Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty, and our program here is a Christian homeschool program, as we're also a Christian day school. But um, So we're going to have be led by the Spirit, which can make it unique. But basically still going with the idea of it's a traditional day for the most part. It starts in the morning and toward the mid-later afternoon. Traditional type of textbooks, materials, papers. What about a classroom? Well, some people will go to the trouble of setting up a room as a classroom, which is fun, uh, because then you decorate it like a classroom, especially for the younger children. They enjoyed getting in on that decorating uh, time. Uh, but sometimes it's a good, a good reminder for the kids that they are in a classroom setting and not just a relaxed setting. Uh, but you also have... You know, sometimes it could be a little too stern, too staunch for some children. Uh, You're going to have a traditional lunch break, probably some recess in there for the kids, and maybe a little bit of time, you know, like we said, going from subject to subject. You don't want to just, okay, grab your history book. We're going to do history right now and flip over. And you want a little bit of break in there so the child can catch their breath, maybe get a drink of water. 
And that's common in the traditional setting. They go a period, child gets a break, go a period, right. child gets a break. And so, you know, there's two things you said. One, the day could go faster. And I've talked to so many homeschooling parents where it's just absolutely true. Yes. That because even if you set aside 40 minutes, but you're possibly only teaching a couple of children at that time, there won't be as many questions. Uh, and you can observe quicker. Can, can I go quicker? And so you'll often see they can finish a 40-minute lesson in 20 or 30. Absolutely. However, in the reverse, if the child needs more time, they can do that too. But Correct. we're still talking about following it as a traditional setup. You know what crossed my mind, Ellen, too, was that when we think about the tra- traditional setup, which I'm, my background is classroom teacher, when I was teaching a group, I'd have sixth graders. But if you look at the original traditional setup, it was just a mixture Mix. of ages. So the teacher could have a six-year-old in with a 16-year-old. Sure. The one, one-room schoolhouse. And, you know, kudos to that teacher to be able to keep the attention of each child. But then they're giving assignments to the older children while they work a little bit more hands-on with the younger ones. But at the same time, when she's working with the older students, those younger kids are listening. Wow, they're learning some things. That What a great point. Yes. Yes. So when I think of tradition, we think of what's current. Yes. But if you look at big picture, it wasn't always just dividing children into, well, year 10, year 11. There's a former history of mixing all the ages. So, Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, you told me when you were talking about this, you don't have to ring a bell for each period. But that certainly happens here at the Academy. But a person could. A person absolutely could, especially if you have a very active child that isn't always aware of the time. And that could be anywhere from a little kindergartner all the way up to your high schooler. A little bell can bring back, bring them back in. Oh, yeah, it's school time. Yes, it is. And, you know, some of the things of the traditional classroom, and some people are going to choose homeschooling because they've decided what's going on in the schools right now doesn't work for them. That's right. one of the reasons, not the only. But some of the things that traditional classroom uses is good. It's oh, helpful. absolutely. And, yeah, so that let's take a break idea. Let's space out our time with each each class. But you did mention to me before, it doesn't have to be a semester system, and it still can be traditional. Right. There are many that uh, go to the what they call the block system, where they're going to do some subjects in a semester period of time. It would be a full year's worth of the subject, but only in a semester. So if the student has seven or eight subjects, they're going to do three or four of them in that first semester, that first block, get those totally done, and then work on the rest of them in the second block. And that definitely is a traditional school setting, too. And so it's a choice, which one works better for your setting. And then you'd also mention ideas about how to start a day in a traditional, using still traditional setting. Absolutely. You know, the traditional settings, I know when I was in school, we would pray. Uh, we would say the Pledge of Allegiance, and of course then there's announcements. I know nowadays it's probably just more announcements, but what a great way, a great reminder for a teacher and students to pray and ask God to be with them, uh, to say the Pledge of Allegiance to their country to remind them that that is a Christian country, you know, that we're living in. Announcements? Eh, okay, so dinner's going to be five minutes late. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't have to uh, necessarily But if necessary, we'll announce it. Yes, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) And so a traditional school would also emulate 
the holidays and the summer off. Right. Which might be helpful for a family that has a mixed setting. Some students are at a local school and right. some are being homeschooled. Very true. And a traditional field trip. Absolutely. And, you know, many schools go on field trips. Of course, then they're Monday through Friday and they fit in that 7.30 or 8.30 to 3.30 time period. So after this break, Alan, we're going to talk about the non-traditional setting. And one of the things I had said was that could be almost always a field trip. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And wow, what kid wouldn't like to a field trip every day? Cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we just talked about how to set up a homeschool day. We'll come back to talk more right after this break. Hi, this is Pastor Calvin from Christian Liberty Academy in Arlington Heights. As you know, our governor and state government are at war against life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's time to take a stand. Fathers and mothers, you are responsible before God for the education of your children. We can help. For over 50 years, we have operated a Christian school in Arlington Heights, and we have served hundreds of thousands of families locally and across our nation and even many foreign countries through our homeschool program. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. It's not too late to teach your children at home this year. Visit ChristianLiberty.com to learn more or to schedule a tour of our excellent 12-acre facility in Arlington Heights. Take action today. Visit ChristianLiberty.com and feel free to join us for a worship service starting at 11 a.m. on Sundays. ChristianLiberty.com Welcome back, friends. This is Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty, and I'm continuing talking with Ellen Longabaugh about how to start your homeschool day. And during our break, we were talking about how some of the mask issues, among other issues involving COVID, have driven parents to think, what what do I really want to do? What's best for my child? And of course, as Christians, we believe the most important thing is pray. God will give you wisdom. But today we're just talking about two basic models for homeschooling, and one is follow a traditional pattern, and the other one is non-traditional, just to make it simple. So each model can work for some, and each model can be slightly modified and yet basically traditional. So if you're going to slightly modify it, Ellen, welcome back. What would you recommend on that? Well, you know, people can modify anything. So to me, try it for several weeks. Don't just do one or two days, because one or two days, it's just too new. But do it for several weeks, if not even four weeks, and then decide, this isn't working for us. What will work better? You know, that's good wisdom for everything. Don't try and decide in an instant. Yes. Give it some time. Give it some time, because... We want instant gratification. We want instant change. Well, we really don't change instantaneously, even though, of course, our movie, you know, the TV programs and movies and all that do change so fast. We don't. So if your child is more geared towards a traditional, but maybe math is their difficult, spend a little more time on the math and a little bit less time on something that they're good at. 
but it still can be a traditional setting. They still are comfortable with that. Mom and dad might be comfortable with it, and it works fine, but they just have to modify it a little bit to meet the child's needs. Boy, that is one of the blessings of homeschooling. Yes, it is. You may love the traditional setting and want that type of setting, 8.30 to 3.30, summers off, weekends, etc., but you can tweak it. Just add a little bit of modification to meet your children, your child's need. So um, one topic I said, let's just bring this up a little, Ellen. We're talking about there's a non-traditional, traditional way, just to simplify it. But there's also something called unschooling. And I thought you gave me some wisdom about that. Tell me a little bit about unschooling. Well, unschooling can be very good, but it really, in some ways, to me, they go the extreme extent of going against a traditional school. And what I know from a few people is that one of the basic uh, premises is don't force a child unless they really want to do something. Well, unfortunately, I had a woman come up to me. Her grandchild in seventh grade wasn't writing, not even printing very well because he didn't want to. And mom was unschooling. Well, you and I have to do some things we don't care to do. There are certain things that we do have to do. The parent should be in charge. Yes, the child can have some input. You know, do you want to do U.S. history right now or do you want world history? Do you want to read John Bunyan or, you know, about John Bunyan or do you want to read about the life of George Washington. Give choices, but you're the final say-so on it. And that's the wisdom of the Bible. And as a Christian uh, homeschooling program, that's what we'd encourage. And just simply as Christians, that um, the parents ultimately are the ones, or the adults are the ones who would be making a decision, but allowing children to have choices in which they can make a decision. Right. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about now, on the first half of this broadcast, we talked about traditional ways to homeschool. Now we're going to go Mm -hmm. into non-traditional, but we still look at it through the Christian worldview lens. Absolutely. So a non-traditional way to set up a homeschool day, and by the way, if you didn't hear the first half about a traditional way to set up a homeschool day, uh, you can look at or hear all of the former uh, interviews with Ellen at homeschools.org and at christianliberty.com. And you can get a wealth of information from all my <laughs> interviews with Ellen and about homeschooling. So now let's go to a non-traditional day, a way to set up a homeschool day. Non-traditional way can be, you know, like you said, the high schoolers don't wake up till later. Well, some do, some don't. What works for the family and what works for the student? We have some people where both moms and dads are working, so guess what? The homeschooling is taking place at night and or on the weekends. Very untraditional. But that's okay because if that's the time that they have, that's great. The children might do some work during the day, and then when mom or dad gets home, then the official schooling starts. But official schooling doesn't have to be in a classroom. It can be outside, it can be at the library, it can be at a museum, it can be in a forest preserve, it could be at the grocery store. We can teach both life skills and traditional reading, writing, and arithmetic, along with the science and the history and all, 
in a lot of different ways than traditionally being at a desk with your textbook and learning, you know, uh, reading, all that. It's such a great point. And having been a classroom teacher for so many years, one of the things I know is the reason we do that is because it's practical. It's yes. just practical, particularly if you have a large group of kids. Right. So you, But when you're in a homeschool setting, you can have the freedom of, we live in this area and we can go over to the woods, like you mentioned, and we can study our history, our science, our math right there. Absolutely. And science right there. So it's amazing, uh, the freedom. And of course, this would be you can, like we were saying earlier, you could tweak your traditional setting and add in some of this, but a truly non-traditional homeschool day could mean everything becomes unique to you. So the school day starts when the parents feel it's best. What about classes? Pardon me? What, what about, about their classes? What would How that would look? Their classes, I mean, you still want to have basics. Mm-hmm. You still want to probably use some workbook and textbook as you know, your basic setting, but you don't have to go through all of it, or you do some very practical learning. You know, a young child learning math, take them to the store with you, have them count, have them read labels, all sorts of things like that. Um, If you have a teenager that hasn't decided exactly what they want to do, see if there's some local businesses that will allow you to come by and talk to some of the people involved in either plant management or computer IT people, you know, might be thrilled to have someone, you know, to take around and talk to them. There's all different things that we can do to learn and to teach our children. So it's not necessarily every period of 40-minute period, go to the next, go to the next. Right. So it could be as unique as visiting local businesses. And I love the part about when I think of younger children teaching them math and you're at a grocery store and you're teaching them reading and they're going to read labels and uh, and science. You can talk about what consists in a item that you're uh, buying. So uh, one of the things you said to me, Alan, too, when we had just discussed what a non-traditional setting might be is that children just don't have to simply sit. like a jump stand, be outside. Lunch period could be cooking class. Sure. Monday through Friday, weekends off is optional. All of learning becomes a field trip. Right. You know, and we talked about traditionally the field trips usually are 8.30 to 4.30. Well, non-traditionally, then you go when the school children aren't there and you can have, you know, sometimes a better time. You can then focus on the areas where you want, whether it's a museum or if it's a zoo or... I mean, even walking around uh, a city to look at the architect. It's perfect, isn't it? It's so exciting. And partly in a non-traditional setting, it often has to do with meeting the real needs. Yes. Though certainly it meets the the need of a child's desire to be curious and, and to learn about their gifts. It meets those needs, and it meets different learning styles. But in reality, often in a traditional setting, parents will say, oh, what, they have no school, what am I going to do? Whereas in this setting, you choose. Right. You can say, Absolutely. well, uh, we both work that day. Wednesday's their day off. Saturday's their school day. Right. Yeah. And, and it's certainly just as honoring to God because he made us such unique people. Yes. So homeschooling in every setting can expand a child's interest and gifts. You just have to do what when parents call and ask you, how am I going to decide? What do you say? I say to take it to the Lord. Oh, yes. And be absolutely honest with yourself. Mm. Um, Most people are scared, but 
take it to the Lord, bring it to him. He's going to guide you. He really will. And he doesn't give us more than what we can handle with him. And he's gifted us. And sometimes we don't even know the giftedness that he's given to us. How true is that? Parents don't always realize, or it, and it isn't, whether in a traditional or non-traditional setting, doesn't have to be just the parents teaching. Correct. It could be the grandparents, aunts, uncles, former teachers. It goes on and on. Absolutely. So the perfect wisdom is always, Ellen, is look to the Lord. Absolutely. And he will show you what the answer is. If you're going to try a homeschool day, it can start out with a traditional. You can tweak it or you can be non-traditional. Absolutely. And in all of it, honor mm-hmm. the Lord. In all that we say, they can do. Well, here's Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. And if in all my ways I acknowledge him, he'll direct my path. Yes. (laughs) All right, this is Audrey Marie, and uh, I'm with Ellen Longabaugh, and we've been talking about how to start a homeschool day. You can look up more at christianliberty.com and homeschools.org. We're here to encourage you, friends. God has a plan for you. So God bless your day, and look us up for the voice of Christian liberty. God bless. You have just heard from the voice of Christian Liberty and Homeschools.org, the radio ministry emanating from our beautiful 12-acre campus and historic 200,000-square-foot building in the heart of Arlington Heights. For over 54 years, this ministry has continued to build upon the historical riches of God's wisdom and knowledge and the labors of hundreds of faithful servants. If you are looking for a God-honoring school, consider Christian Liberty Academy. Students preschool through 12th grade attend our on-campus academy in Arlington Heights, coming from a 20-mile radius. We are minutes from the Metra train line. And parents, if you are desiring to nurture your children in your home with a Christ-centered curriculum, we serve thousands of families throughout the world through our home education program and services. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. We partner with parents to raise strong, respectful, compassionate, Christ-fearing, outstanding young men and women of character and purpose. Visit ChristianLiberty.com to find out more about Christian Liberty Academy and our excellent academic, athletic, and arts programs, our full-service homeschool program class that includes testing, report cards, transcripts, and more, plus the many books and resources produced by Christian Liberty Press and other excellent publishers. And visit us on Sunday for a morning Bible study and worship service that starts at 10 a.m. Visit ChristianLiberty.com or call 847-385-2012.